Well, hello, 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 and happy Tuesday. Welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into those tourist traps. We're your hosts, Stephanie Gerard and Katie Hilton, and each week we're bringing you to a new destination and interviewing a local to tell you where to stay, eat, drink, and play when you're in town. Not only are we saving you from looking like a tourist, but we're saving you your valuable time. Yep, no more spending your time Google searching, yawning through Yelp, or wasting your precious time planning a trip. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. And before we get into today's episode, I do want to share why Charleston is one of the best cities ever, at least in my opinion, and I can only hope you guys have a similar experience as I did. Um, but I visited as a kid with my family, but for the first time visiting as an, as an adult, literally swept me off my feet. I was visiting one of my best friends and college roommate's family who lives in Mount Pleasant. It's right over the bridge. Her mom, Holly, Hunter, and I went downtown one night and drank lavender martinis on the cobblestone sidewalks had wine at 82 queen it's a cute little bar and restaurant that's tucked tucked away um, behind east bay and we attempted to find the cigar shop that holly really wanted to visit but instead we got caught in a five minute rainstorm but when it was over i looked around at the glistening streets and it just stopped and it felt like i was legitimately standing on the set from a movie. It was lovely. It was perfect. We ended the night at the rooftop bar at the Vendu Inn, which quickly became my go-to when visiting, along with oyster shots at Pearl's Oyster Bar. It's right down the street. Since then, I've gone back with friends, family, and even ventured out alone when I landed a summer internship on Daniel Island. Uh, needless to say, this city was one of my first loves, and in my eyes, the magic will never die. Well, 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 that was quite an intro and a tough act to follow. I'm not even going to try to top it. And looking at your notes, it looks like you have more to share. So let's hear it. Today, we're visiting a city that is both near and dear to our hearts, Charleston, South Carolina. This peninsula is known for the beautiful pastel, antebellum houses, and cobblestone streets. It's home to beaches, endless fantastic restaurants and bars, breathtaking views, haunted tours, and so much more. Charleston is unique. The only way to describe it is magical. There's something about the air, the people, the sun, the streets that has a way of taking your breath away. You can rent paddle boards, sign up for boat tours, cooking classes, or historic walking tours, get lost in neighborhoods filled with 100, maybe even 200 plus year old homes, and eat some of the best seafood. If that doesn't get you hype, they were voted the number one city in the world by travel and leisure. So that was a lot of information, um, and I know it was probably a little overwhelming. And if you're anything like Katie and I, you can't make a decision to save your life. So if you do go to Charleston and have this problem, we have a friend who can help. Laura started her own business called On Call Con- <laughs> Concierge. Concierge. I can't pronounce that word for the life of me. But she'll handle travel accommodations, transportation, create your itinerary, complete with reservations and activities, and even stock your Airbnb fridge with your favorite food and drinks. She can do it all. And also, while we were there about a month ago, she hooked Katie and I up on a private tour with Holy City Ghost Tours. Um, Our tour guide, Larry, or on Instagram, he's known as Holy City Hobo, is literally the most interesting man we've ever met. We'll talk more about him um, during our interview with Helen, but we highly recommend scheduling a private tour with them. You'll learn some haunted history, grab a drink or two at the bar with him, and maybe even go down a rabbit hole of the meaning of life. 
Yes. So Laura really hooked us up. She, she has a great business and um, very excited to um, for you guys to reach out and help. She No task is too small for her. But without further ado, Helen Hall. Helen Hall is our guest today to give us the local lowdown in the low country. She's a boss babe and entrepreneur who owns several wellness businesses, blender bombs being the real OG. She lives by the 80-20 rule, created Hustle at Home, which delivers already prepped meals in the Charleston area, and her newest venture, Tipsy Spritzers. She's also coming out with a book next year on human design, and if you don't know what that is, go look it up now because it, it's fascinating. After visiting her Mount Pleasant home and meeting her incredible partner and business partner, Scott, we can also say she's an incredible interior designer, mom to her dog, Jeff, and two cats, BB and Smoothie, health guru, and hashtag bod and fashion goals. Let's get into it. All right, you guys, we are here in Charleston, South Carolina with Helen Hall. Helen, thank you so much for coming on. Before we get into the low country local lowdown, give us the lowdown on yourself. So introduce yourself. How long have you lived in Charleston for? What do you do? Yes, I realize that's an extremely loaded question for you with all that you have going on and you're like, five businesses. So I'm originally from Atlanta. I grew up in Atlanta, went to South Carolina for college, go Gamecocks, and moved to Charleston in 2015, right after college. Um, so I've been here for five years, I guess. Wow, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. mm. But I've been here for five years and we've got um, four businesses. So the main one, the first one is Blender Bombs. It's like a nutrient-dense ball that you put in your smoothie or you can crumble it over oatmeal or yogurt and it makes your breakfast a meal replacement or whenever you break your fast. And then we have a Blender Bomb Experience store called Hustle. So Hustle Smoothie Bar, we have one of those and we're getting prepared to open up some more. And then um, we have an online like community and a market called 8020 Market. And so the smoothie bar is also a representation of this 8020 lifestyle. So just the concept of 8020 is adding more to your life that you enjoy, that makes you feel good. And then automatically you just have less time and less room for anything that doesn't serve you. So 80-20 as in adding more plants or adding more books that help you or books that you enjoy or, you know, candles that smell, like just little things that add up. And then the up and coming company is in the last one <laughs> forever <laughs> is Tipsy Spritzers. And that is a organic, clean, mixed spritzer with wine-based spritzer. And then we can also sell the mix as well. So it'll be a separate product too, so that people can make their own spritzers at home. That's so, so smart. I'm excited. That. I'm excited. It's like on the go. You can take it while you travel. So first question is, why should someone come visit Charleston? I like Charleston. This sounds super weird, but the sun shines brighter here. I know that sounds so stupid, but I've lived in Atlanta. I've lived in Columbia. I've lived in West Ashley, which is, you know, right down the road from Charleston. And even, so we're right now we're in Mount Pleasant and I personally love Mount Pleasant way more than I love downtown Charleston. Charleston is awesome for restaurants, but for anyone who would want to live in the area, I would always suggest to live in Mount Pleasant, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's because the sun literally shines brighter here. I don't know why, maybe because it's closer, we're closer to the water or something else. But if you were to drive over the bridge, you're not going to have as much sun as you're going to have in Mount Pleasant. And that affects your mood. Yeah. Are you into hookah? What's that? Hookah. Hookah? Hookah. Hookah. Oh. Like, like the Danish lifestyle. <laughs> oh, is that how you pronounce it? I always called it like... Hygie? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I got a book about it and it's like very much about lighting and like the way that you present food. Like I'm always like trying to adjust the lights and my husband is just like... 
<laughs> you can sit like you're okay and and it just it really does affect my mood if the lighting isn't good i'm gonna be yeah. anxious and 100%. it's so relaxing and yeah that's why it's so messed up that kids are stuck inside all day and so messed up that you know people are stuck in cubicles all day because you're you're more likely to be depressed mm-hmm. yeah so i'm that's why i'm normally working on my porch and truly why i made the move from West Ashley to Mount Pleasant because I would drive 20 minutes every day just to go to the gym here because the lighting was better. I swear. I get it. Since you're a projector too, projectors are way more in tune with that sort of thing and they can realize what triggers a mood or an emotion. And so I've learned that my surroundings 100% affect it. So for instance, today I was thinking, we have someone who came up to us and asked to buy our house last week, actually. So they're coming to look at it tomorrow. That's and exciting. I really think it's because I've been manifesting that I want to travel in the RV for a year. But and I don't want to sell the house. But if they offer the right price, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. But I was thinking, okay, I could, would I ever want to have another house in my neighborhood? Or would I want to ever have a house like on the beach? And I think as amazing as it would be to have a house on the beach, having a house in a neighborhood like this where everyone's walking around, everyone's super nice and cordial and they wave at you and there's a coffee shop in the neighborhood. We're in Old Village right now. I would think I would choose that any day just because of the community aspect. Mm -hmm. So if we're planning a trip, where are we going to stay? What part? Charleston or Mount Pleasant, West Ashley, the beach? It depends on your intentions. If you are with a group of girls and you plan to go out, obviously post-COVID and stuff, then I would stay downtown. And if you are just going with a significant other, I would maybe even say Mount Pleasant. But if you have in this so many constituents, if that's even a word, if you have friends in these, these areas, then I would do an Airbnb. But if you've never been to these areas, then I would do a hotel so the concierge can kind of like hook you up. Mm. I always think that when you go to a new city that you don't have much experience with, then stay in a hotel because they'll they'll hook you up, right? right. And so some of my favorite hotels here in Mount Pleasant Post House is incredible. And I think it only has like seven or eight rooms, but absolutely first pick for sure. Post House for Mount Pleasant and then downtown, Bella Grace is so, so cute. And then Zero George. We walked past it the other day, and it just looks like a high-end boutique. It's so beautiful. It is, and the rooms are incredible, and the service is great, and the Oyster Bar is right there next to it, which you can go to. Yeah. Um, And Zero George, again, is a little bit pricier, but it's worth every penny. Mm -hmm. Do you watch The Office? No, I, like, don't even know how to turn on the dang TV. (laughs) I gotta turn it on. There's, but you know what it is. Like, you know, the house... Michael Scott. There, no, they. No, I okay, well, he's um, a very <laughs> yeah. exaggerated person, and it doesn't matter now. But <laughs> never mind. Show me who he is out there. <laughs> yeah, he. But they went to Winnipeg or something in Canada, and his boss was. This is not make it. It's not funny. It's know? funny because you're. <laughs> Do you know why I know that? Because you suck at telling stories. I am so bad. So am I. You have to be prompted with a question to yes. be able to answer. Yes. Yeah. I. I. You need to go see all day with the right question. That's what I told you my thing. I got a therapist. Let's go deep right into that. Yes. So I got a therapist, and she looked great on paper. And then she was like, "So, so like, let's. What do you want to talk about?" Yeah, I don't fucking know. And I was like, "Okay, well, one, you were supposed to be prompting me, <laughs> and two, I'm not going to see you next week." I saw her three times, and then I said, "Sayonara, sayonara, sucker." It's so true. So I tried to start. Well. Naomi and I tried to start on podcast one time and we looked at each other and we were like, absolutely not. This is not going to happen. Yeah. Katie and I definitely almost got to that point. It took us like, what, three months to record the pilot. 
But we're here now. Let's move on. Where are your top places to eat in Charleston? Okay. Wow. This is so easy. Opposite a daughter, which is on Sullivan's. Have you guys been? No, I've heard oh, of it. Next I've time you come, you gotta go. Okay. Post House, which is new. It opened during quarantine, which is also, it's a restaurant downstairs and a hotel upstairs. It's incredible. They have a butterbean burger. And, oh, 167 Raw, hands down. Like, no questions asked. I feel like everyone we ask says 167 Raw. What's your favorite dish there? The tuna burger and the tuna burger. Okay. The guacamole is the best guacamole in town. And the scallop roll. Scallop po' boy is better than their lobster roll. But they're known for their lobster roll, but if you ask any of the staff, they're like scallop boy. And the guac is the good there? I feel like it's nobody would have thought. So like, good. Yeah. Okay. I don't get guac like anywhere else now. That's not true. I will. But <laughs> if I want guac, I'm going there. At um, Post House, yep. the butterbean burger and the polenta, and you've got to get a side of comeback sauce. What's that? And um, I think it's horseradish okay. mixed with mustard, honey mustard. Oh. And then. That's interesting. Yes. It's so good. And their kale salad is incredible. And then at Opson and Daughter, the, the gnocchi. So. A lot of times flour like uh, will flare up some of my eczema, but all of the flour that they use at Optimate Dart, most of it is imported, right? So it's clean, it doesn't flare up my eczema, it's crazy. But they have a gnocchi that is in a rib thing, which obviously I don't eat meat, so I get them to put it over veggies and marinara instead, and it's incredible. And then they have a butterbean puree. <laughs> I really mm-hmm. like butterbean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they have any other pizzas are good because they're super light on cheese. Um, and I just get like a lot of veggies on top. I always put the salad on top of my pizza and so fold the pizza in half and then it's like salad pizza. I just saw someone do that. Maybe it was you. <laughs> was it you? But I, I just saw. Anyways. I think a lot of people do it. Yeah, I, I never got a lot of responses when I posted that, that people do it too. Do you have any favorite like quick lunch places that you go to? Bump on me in Mount Pleasant is so good. The red curry tofu bowl is out of this world. Downtown, I would say the Harbinger, not during COVID because they don't have their full menu, but regularly they have salads and the salads have a lot of olives in them and they're very carb heavy. So potatoes or rice or beans and um, one, six, seven raw is not quick, but it is amazing. Okay. Open for lunch. Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go before you leave. I don't think of one other place. Oh. Mount Pleasant Pickle Palette right here, which is where I'm going for lunch. It's oh. this cute little hole in the wall, but it's actually like a hole in a jungle, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surrounded by plants. Sandwiches. So super cute. Also, you're so modest and didn't say hustle, but you guys, if you're looking for a quick snack, smoothie, or the best avocado toast I've ever had in my life, it has like 12 avocados smothered on top, go to Helen's Smoothie Bar, hustle. I do. I think we have the, like one of the best avocado toasts in town. Yes. We use bread from the daily, so it's super clean, sourdough bread. Baked fresh every day, and then the avocado is a mousse, which is so, so good. So we put our, like, handmade, handmade, homemade vinaigrette on top, which is olive oil-based, so it's not canola oil-based. And then the smoothies are to die for. But I guess what I'm thinking is, if you're going to come in town and stay in town for two days, like, you're going to want to eat some hearty stuff, right? If you want an experience and you're going to be here for a week and you want, like, a place where you can go every day to work, Hustle is going to be great, and in about six months, it'll be it's going to be a whole new restaurant. Like we're completely transforming it with the yeah, architect look on, too. Look on Helen's Instagram; so it's fun. a gorgeous render of I That's guess it. the new building. It's I can't gorgeous. wait. Gorgeous. David Thompson is the architect, so he did Oak and um, and Daco oh. and Mercantile and Mash and all those places. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're in good hands. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. And then even cooler again for people who are going to stay for a while, we are launching at the end of October. 
hustle at home. So it's like our hustle meal prep. Apparently we're not allowed to call it meal prep anymore because there's actually no prep involved because it's already made for you. And it's an array of all these vegan plant-based dishes that you can just eat at home and we'll deliver it to you now. That is going forward. so efficient. Are you deliver outside of Mount Pleasant? Yes. Charleston, not, 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 not to Raleigh. Not to Raleigh. Our delivery. No, but okay. maybe we're going to move. We might move back here, right? Yeah, that's very true. Yes, we have to move back here or we just open up one in Raleigh one day. Yes. Yes, that's oh. what we're going to do. Yeah. What about brunch? Pops and butter. And a community table at Mount Pleasant has a really good brunch. The Daily downtown has a really great brunch. And that's all I got. All right. Now we know where we're eating. Where are we getting our drinks? Home team, of course, is so great for a place to drink. And that's on Sullivan's Island? Yes. Baba's downtown. Amazing. Baba's on Cannon. It's super cute, super small. They they crush it with, you know, especially alcohol to go, some gronies and mimosas, things like that. So, so good. And Graft is a wine bar downtown that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Leah's is another wine bar in Mount Pleasant, in Little Village that's incredible. She, it's this girl, she moved from California in March, you know, bought this, <laughs> bought this business side unseen from a guy who didn't spend a lot of time here. So the business was never open. It was a wine shop before too. She moved down here in the middle of a pandemic hustled her ass off to get this place up and running and it's crushing it and it's such a cute little wine bar down here nice. and what was the name of that leah's leah's and i think it either has two e's or two a's okay yeah and craft wine bar i love a good wine bar yeah. what's your go-to drink negroni negroni right wait what is it like tell me about it it's campari it's equal parts campari gin and um vermouth it's very bitter so you drink it slow mm, i'll have to try it next time i'm out But okay, now that we are full and a little tipsy off of all the Negronis that we've had, what are we doing around Charleston? Shim Creek, absolutely. It's just so fun. Going to Saltwater there is great. Nico, delicious too. Nearby, great place to drink. I forgot about that place. We went there last night. It was amazing. Yes, isn't it so good? Yes, it really was. Oh my gosh, you got to get the bread and you got to dip it in in the butter. It's so good. And Ghost Tour. That sounds like something fun to do after you've been drinking. Yes. Yeah. Holy City Hobo. Yeah. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Larry. Is that his Instagram handle? Yes. yes. That's, what, that's what's on his business card. Holy City Hobo. He's yeah. A hobo. No. no. He's yeah. a man. He's so he like. looks like one? Yes. He, he literally. What's the guy's name? The most interesting man in the world. Larry. Well, his name's Larry, oh, but who's the Dos... I'm going to... Tesla... Oh, the Dos Equis guy. No, the Dos Equis. Yes. Yeah, Elon Musk. No. <laughs> he but, kept talking about Elon yes, Musk, but, but I'm saying he, <laughs> he is. He, was, he did... Larry about. the Hobo. Yeah. But Larry reminds me of the he most interesting... what? Like another... Yes. Like another... He's, he's the most interesting man in the world. He used to be the VP of Bank of America. Who did? Larry. Like, like you, you was, need to meet him. You need to set up a time. We don't know. The way he was talking last night might be. <laughs> like it that is so funny. I love going down those rabbit holes. We were out till two a.m. two a.m. last night talking. We were just in the market talking. Why didn't he tell you guys any profound moments about yourself? Storyteller, go. I feel yes. Well, no. I feel like I don't have a story to tell. Mine was like very much so, like kind of like what I was expecting. Like, so the question I asked him when he was reading my cards was if I was on the right path of my career. And long story short, I am. Or I can get there, but I can't let people determine that path for me just based on my strength and like have me go along with it, especially if I feel in my heart that I can or should be doing something else. It's so true. If at any point you ever feel that way, then that's, that's your truth. So don't ever listen to anyone else. And what then, do you teach you? Oh, I'm going to get emotional talking about it. It's okay. I cry on every podcast. Yes. So 
this is gonna sound so weird and silly. I have sage in my house. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember telling my husband like several years ago, I said, I'm a huge animal person. Love animals. More than like, it's more than a healthy amount. And um, I I told him, I'm gonna do something greater in this world. Like I know that I am. I don't know what it is. It may not be with animals, but I know that I'm gonna do something great. Um, and then we were talking about this and Stephanie and I were talking and we told her too. And so my first card was like, you are the person who is equipped to, to make a difference. You're a projector. And then my middle card was a blo- Like, it's going to be very, like, I will have to suffer. Like I'm going to, there, it's going to be very difficult. It was a hermit. Maybe like you're a hermit in that, like, you're not, you you're afraid to take action. Yes. And with that, That's what yeah. it was? You sure it wasn't a hermit, like, like encouraging you to kind of hermit a little bit? Yeah, it was. Oh. I think so it was encouraging. As a projector, <laughs> projector to projector. Yes. P to P. We come up with our greatest ideas. We perform our best when we hermit. Yes. Oh, that's right? so interesting. So it's okay to hermit. So the, 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 the difficult thing for me i want to do like some sort of animal rescue you want to foster animals what do you want to do you want to think bigger i just want do you follow rufus and kilo on instagram no are they animals yes so she (laughs) she's so she has like seven or eight dogs right now and then she just built like a bunch of these little um houses in the backyard for more dogs for her to be able to foster i have to do that and the problem is i'm very emotional like i i can't but my husband tells me i should go volunteer for like animals and i just it is going to break me down we have a we live in a thousand square feet and we accidentally have three cats (laughs) okay i'm coming over yes okay so here's the thing you will be emotional at first but then it fades because you, you realize it's transactional in the sense that you get these animals, you give them love, you make them feel comfortable, and then you pass them off to a home that you know will love them. So my first three cats that I fostered, I cried my eyes out for a week, the first one. And then it was two days. And then it was one day. And the last cat, I didn't cry at all. It's great. Well, that's oh my God, a, that's, that's a little encouraging. So you're going to have to yes. stop for a little bit. Yeah. But then, that's what really then these people me. just start sending you all these pictures of these cats that you've found good homes for, and it's all worth it, and then you don't cry anymore. I think I think I'll probably have like more than a week where I'll because I get I see a dog on the side of the road yeah. and I cry, but it was it was just very enlightening. It was but very also you cry because that's your inner voice telling you you need to do something about it. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be great. And Larry so Bob. this is also good because you don't like animals. This is <laughs> we're the funniest team in that we truly are such opposites, but that's what makes us special. So to stay on track with the local lowdown, if we are in Shem Creek or getting our cards read and catching ghosts with our boy, Larry, what else are we doing around Charleston? I think walk. Yeah. I know that... I'm biased, but walk around Mount Pleasant. Walk around Old Village. Walk around the neighborhoods. Like, get a f- the houses in Old Village are incredible. There is an energy with these houses because they've been here for so long and um, the board or whatever they're called do an incredible job of protecting the integrity of these homes and making sure they always look old. So for example, one time I was getting this light picture hung up and I used to app handy and this guy came in, he was from Thailand and he came into my house to fix the thing and he just started bawling crying. <laughs> I was like, what's the deal? Like what's going on? He's like, there's just an energy 
in your house that I can't explain. And he was like, it's, is that crystal chandelier right there? So that's why he won. He, that's not even what prompted his crying. It was him seeing the singing bowls, which I've never used. I bought them off of Amazon. But I thought they looked cool. And yeah, so they're singing bowls. Crying. Oh, I'll show you them after the podcast. Actually, I can do it now. Let me see. Um, one time when we were in Asheville, we did them for like hours and hours and hours on end. But they're so cool. They're just like vibrational tools. Isn't that cool? Yes. That's so, it reminds me of Miss Congeniality. I've never seen it. When she, oh, I'm not a movie <laughs> person and I've seen it. <laughs> Wait, where'd you get that? Um, Amazon. Oh, I'm going to get one. <laughs> there is an energy in all of these old houses. Yeah. You know, most of it's positive. Some of it, I'm sure, is negative. Yeah, but well, we, we, we have the sage that. for that. Yeah, that's yeah. what the sage is for. <laughs> I just love a, a good historic home. Like, it's, it will never be the same as, like, a brand new... It has character. It has so much character. A story. It has yes. character, which is energy. Like, yeah. This is what's whack about this house, uh -huh. right? Okay, so it was part of the church. It was across the street, and they moved it. So if you notice that our house is sideways, like, the front door faces our neighbor, mm -hmm. it's because they had to change the direction of the house to fit the lot. And I have met four people who have lived in this house already. Four different people who have lived here. One is a guy down the street, Ned. So when I first moved here, he was alive. He just passed away last month, which is really sad. But he grew up here. He's the first person to ever live here. And then um, the girl who sold me the house, Lee, she lived here and her kids lived here. And then one day when Blenderbombs was changing to a C Corp, we had this random attorney come over to our house to send the documents, and he was like, my wife grew up here. <laughs> what? I was like, what? What this the heck? Whack. And then I was at the gym one day, and this girl was like, I lived there. I saw your house on Instagram. I lived there. I was like, what? Oh, my God. It's like the Charleston Community yeah, House. it's so weird. It's beautiful, though. So, yeah. So it. if you're in town, walk around Old Village. It's beautiful here. Walk around downtown. Walk around the cobblestone streets. I really absolutely dislike the carriage horses so i would hope no one supports that yes, we don't agreed yeah we yes. don't like that especially animal lovers we don't like yeah, no at all. do not go on a carriage ride park <laughs> circle in north charleston is a really cool area too mm -hmm. great to drink there during the day watch some football fantastic vibe um anywhere that that is local i would just try to support local as much as you can anywhere you go yeah. I get so mad at Scott when he goes to Starbucks. He just says he yeah. likes it because it's quiet and he doesn't know anyone there. It's so um, quiet though. No, it's yeah. not. Well, with COVID it is. Oh, yeah. Speaking of coffee shops for people who are local, there's a coffee shop in Old Village called Brown Fox Coffee. And it's amazing. The girl who owns it's really sweet. Her name's Biz. Mm -hmm. So when people go to buy coffee, I would always suggest supporting local. Another one that's down the street is Second State Coffee, which is phenomenal. Yes, love yes. Second State. Those guys are a hoot. Are you a sweets person? Yes. What's your favorite like bakery or where can you get your pastry? And what's, what's your pa pastry of choice? Yeah, so this is where I'm going to plug hustle. Because we just signed with Mercantile and Mash. They are making us a line of pastry dishes. Last week we had a testing of like 10 different pastries and they are out of this world. So 80% of the pastries we're going to carry are vegan and 20% are not. The 20% would be things that you just can't make vegan and be real, like croissants, mm -hmm. right? Um, cinnamon rolls. <laughs> so um, next month we'll, we'll have those at Hustle. Wait, one, so cool that you're partnering with Mercantile and MASH. I love it there. Two, I was telling Katie earlier this, I feel like the Charleston community is so great about supporting each other. That's another reason to visit Charleston, yeah. but you'll want to move. I know, that's what The first we time I came here, I we got like lost behind East Bay and I literally stopped 
and looked around and I was like, this is a movie set. This is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm in love. It's just the sunshine is different here. Thank like, you. Yeah, yes. there it is. Yes, like, it's it just, does. It's just magical. It is. This is where they film Outer Banks, like, all around this neighborhood. John B. Yeah. Just I want to see him. <laughs> Yesterday, Scott was walking down the street and a van full of girls came up and they're like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, do you know where John B is? <laughs> so I was like, uh, no, but I know who that is because Helen talks about him all the time, but I don't know where he lives. <laughs> but it's funny, um, a lot of people here are... Well, a lot of people that I, at least I surround myself with, are very strong animal lovers. So, one of my friends absolutely despises the concept of a leash, right? So, they never ever put their dog on a leash. So, I've started adopting that, and it's been great for now. Um, and then, my other friend is obsessed with like possums and raccoons. She will actually so feed cute. them. Yes, they're so cute. And they're not as crazy as you would think they were, and that they're made out to be. And then yesterday, I was walking down the street to go to Post House, and my cat was following me, and I was telling my friends, I guess I was talking kind of loudly, surprised, <laughs> that Evie was, like, chasing this bunny the other day, and this woman on the porch was like, hey, that's my bunny, like, your cat actually plays with my bunny all the time, like, I don't keep the bunny inside, it just lives outside, it's a domestic bunny, and I trust it, it comes back to get food, and then it, like, lives its life during the day, and your cat's always playing with my bunny. That's so sweet. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 we gotta talk about this. <laughs> So oh, now we need a bunny. I follow um, a lot, a lot, okay. like two <laughs> raccoon accounts on Instagram, and then it. there's this other girl. Ugh, sorry to go off topic. No, I love but it. I think that you'll really like this girl, Juniper the Fox. Do you okay. follow her? No, but I, please remind me to follow her. Yeah, you need to remind. Um, so she rescues foxes from fox farms, and she has like four foxes now but she also has like a little possum and she has like some lizards she has a snake um and she's really good about going and like educating people about like do not get a fox like i'm doing this because i know what to feed them like you know yeah absolutely. Um, like she'll How just does she make money i have no idea she did have um there was a juniper fox ornament with west elm oh, a couple oh of years ago oh so i'm i'm sure there was a great collab there I, yeah. so. I don't know how she makes money though we gotta mm. get her to make some money so she can keep supporting boxes yeah all right as much as i'm thoroughly enjoying all this animal and fox talk yes i'm being sarcastic let's get into our last segment which is the rapid fire round are you ready ready what's the most instagramable spot hustle in six months Perfect. Favorite pizza spot? Coastal Crest. What's your favorite Charleston event? Love seaweed and love New Year's. Favorite coffee shop? Brown Fox right now, but to work, second state. Best wine and cheese spot? Leah's or Graft. I'm giving that pleasant and downtown answers. Love that. What's the best season to visit here? Right now, this very day. Mm-hmm. This very moment. This is a yes, gorgeous come. day, y'all. It's yeah, October. It is. it is. Favorite local business? Hustle. <laughs> Favorite rooftop bar? Venue. And... Favorite smoothie spot? Hustle. Yeah, girl. And before we let you go, do you have a favorite travel tip that you want to share with our listeners? So whether it be a travel podcast, your favorite product, a mantra... Definitely keep listening to your podcast because it's filling a need, mm-hmm. which is your tarot card gift. Yes. And, um... <laughs> Also traveling light, like uh, the less the better. So when we did that cross-country road trip in June, we obviously had to travel really light and I never felt more, okay, 
I've never felt less stress ever because less decisions equals less stress. So mm-hmm. one of the reasons why Blender Bombs has been successful because it's it's people have one less decision to make, right? They know they're gonna have it every day. With an RV, you're traveling less. You literally can't choose between X amount of clothes. So just travel less. What do you pack? For what? Would you, yeah. For light or for the RV? For a, how do you pack light for a weekend? I bring a ton of underwear. Yes. And I just rewear the same clothes over and over and over and over again. Okay. And like two pairs of shoes max. Yeah. Because honestly, no one gives a fuck what you're wearing. They don't. It's Nobody so cares. true. Five shirts are better than ten. You yeah. know, three like, shirts. Yeah. And then one to sleep in. And then it's like less to think about in the morning, like when you wake up. Like you don't have to really worry I'm about like stressed. what you wear. My suitcase <laughs> and an extra bag. And then you ever pack? Oh yeah. Because I don't know how I'm gonna feel when I'm <laughs> that day. That's why you just always wear loose stuff. This is the first time in forever I've worn these pants. They're them. very cute. Where are they from? Um, Veronica Beard. They're from Gwen's. Oh. Which. Um, one of the best local shops here. Gwen. Okay. You guys should have questions about local clothing stores. Wait, let's do that. Okay. Uh, favorite local clothing. Sorry. No more. Yeah, redo. Favorite retail. Sorry. No more. <laughs> You're such a protector. I love it. I'm the like weird twins. We're the same. We literally. I can't talk. <laughs> so imagine how the the pilot went when we were doing Raleigh. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, trust me. Seriously, I. Could not relate more. <laughs> That's, this is great. Okay. Favorite local retail shop? So, Benny and Coco, which is on Sullivan's Island, and there's one downtown. Gwen's in Mount Pleasant, obviously, it's incredible. This isn't, um, this next one is a local online store, La Bay, which is very uh, inexpensive, cute, cute clothes. And then there's one more that I'm thinking of. Oh, it's on Sullivan's. I can't remember the name of it, but it's okay. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, there's only two stores on Sullivan's. Yeah. Okay, so don't, yeah. yeah. Cool. And last question, where can our listeners find you? So I would say the easiest thing is to go to my personal Instagram. And in my bio, I have all four businesses tagged. So my personal Instagram is at Hush Up and Hustle. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you'll see the Blender Bombs, 8020, Hustle, and Tipsy tags. And that's a wrap like a Chipotle burrito. Yes, Whoa. I just put that up because it's <laughs> my mind because I think I'm going there for dinner. You're but quick. You- <laughs> Witty. Love it. But if you enjoyed that and want more of Charleston, South Carolina, stay tuned because we'll be coming out with another Charleston episode with Jamie Dewberry in the next month. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. JK, it's only Apple Podcast and Spotify. Um, next year, we are with next yeah, week. Next, year. next week, <laughs> it's still November. Next week, we're with Natasha Stone King from Na- Na- from Nashville, Tennessee. Yeehaw, folks! Thanks for listening. Thanks. <laughs>